The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. You reveal things to us that will bring about new levels of increase in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Okay, praise God. So, just in case you did not get the notice for the service or you are not really clear what we want to do, um, we've tagged tonight a night of worship. We want to start doing some new things in our midweek services. And one of them would be nights where we spend more time just um, worshiping God and praising God. And that's why I'm starting the teaching first. So I will just teach um, briefly, maybe for another 20 minutes or maximum another 30 minutes. And then tonight we're just going to worship God. Can I hear a loud amen? Um, the plan is to be doing this the first Wednesday after our Elevate prayer and fasting. So in a way, it's an additional um, thing we are doing to opening up the new month. We just want to spend some extended time in worship this evening just to praise God ahead corporately together as a family to praise God ahead um, for the month that is ahead of us. And I trust that God is going to touch each and every one of us in very unique ways tonight in Jesus' name. Let me ask your neighbor, are you ready to worship God tonight? Are you, are you ready? And do you know that your life will not remain the same if you truly worship God? Remember what Jesus said in John chapter 4? It's not everybody God is looking for. Um, what that simply means is God is specifically attracted to certain kinds of people. He said God is seeking true worshippers. Hallelujah. But look at your neighbor and say, hello, true worshipper. And that's what I want to challenge you to be, true worshippers. God is seeking them, people that will worship him in spirit and in truth. And when you do that, man, you just enjoy the best God has for you. Hallelujah. So we are starting this series on supernatural increase. I shared with us. Um, that God put this word in my spirit, supernatural increase. It's a word for this final four months of the year. And of course, we're not going to teach supernatural increase for the final four months. We're just going to teach it for this month. But it's something you should carry um, in your life for the end of this year, to, all through to the end of this year. How many of us would love to see increase? In all the areas of our lives between now and December. Praise God. So shall it be for you in Jesus' name. Um, you should know that God's will is for you to experience increase. And not even just ordinary increase, supernatural increase. Increase that bugs or confounds the human mind. If all you are seeing is just small, small increase... The simple truth is you are not really living in God's perfect will. And I'm going to start from there tonight. God's will is for us to prosper. Our devotional study this month is on prosperity. His will. Somebody say God's will. 
um, some people think God's will is only limited to sinning and holiness, and that is true. God's will is for you to live right and be holy. But this is another aspect of God's will. It's for us to prosper. It's for us to increase. Hallelujah. And for us to be fruitful in every area of our lives. Not just finances. I love the series Dr. K is taking in Chicago. Beyond money. When we are talking prosperity, we are not just talking money. In fact, if you limit your understanding of prosperity to money, you will lose out. Now, at the same time, don't exclude money. Praise God. Because you need money. You need finances. So, surely God wants you to have increase financially. And again, remember, it's supernatural increase. We're going to see that a bit tonight. Supernatural increase. It's something that is uncommon. That's God's will for you. But every other area of your life, your career, spiritually, if you are on the same level that you've been for a long time spiritually and you are not growing or increasing spiritually, you are not in God's will. And I want you to see it that we are attack this teaching and what we are going to be um, telling you. Maybe it will wake up something inside of you. If we are not experiencing increase, we are not in the will of God. You are not in the plan of God for your life. Something is wrong somewhere. The way God programmed and planned and designed your life, somebody say my life, is that as time goes by, there will be notable increase. Think about a newborn baby. Let's even just look at the physical body. <laughs> there was this movie they made, The Curious Case of Benjamin. Hey, was it Butler or whatever his name is? And it was Brad Pitt that acted the movie. And they, they did something very interesting in the movie. When this baby was born, born as a baby, but looked very old, like a... 100-year-old man, a newborn baby. And as he started um, growing older, he started getting younger and younger and younger and younger. The reverse. <laughs> Very interesting story. And when he eventually died, he died as a little newborn baby. <laughs> I said it's Hollywood. <laughs> but it's it, and of course the the mother I can, it was a curious case it was it was peculiar I mean if a baby gets born and that baby is not growing naturally speaking after one I mean someone shared the testimony in church that a baby 16 months baby had not started working you will be concerned I was told that the normal around 8 months a normal baby will have started working that's what we are talking about here. When we are saying increase or prosperity or making progress or growing, that is how God programmed life. Can I hear a loud amen? If you are in the reverse, you are, you are what happened to Benjamin, whatever his name was, is what's happening to you. That you are getting poorer and poorer or you are shrinking or your 2010 was better than your 2019. Something is wrong. 
In the same way, if you are not making notable progress, something is wrong. And once you can have that perspective, I think it helps. So, perhaps, I, I, I said something that was a post I put out just um, towards the service. Look, we, we can't control many things that happen to us in life. We're going to talk about Isaac a bit tonight. And the Bible said Isaac prospered in a time of famine. Supernatural prosperity. Isaac couldn't control the famine. You can't control Nigeria's economic challenges, directly speaking. And I think this is where many people miss it. Because once they start facing challenges that are quote and unquote, we have a phrase for it, circumstances beyond my control. I've prayed, I've tried, I've done what I know to do. And things are not changing, they resign. Um, that's where people start making statements like, if God wants me to have it to happen. No, not necessarily. Yes, there are things that may show up in our lives or around us that we don't have power over or we can't control. Nevertheless, or regardless of those things, there are still secrets and keys that if we know them, so this is where teaching comes in, knowing. It's so important that we know things. So important that we, and I'm talking spiritual things. Know them. If you know them, like Isaac knew, and do them, it doesn't matter the challenges that are facing you. You can still have the will of God, which is increased for you. Hallelujah. You can still prosper. So Romans 12 and verse 2 tells us that we should not be conformed to the world, though don't be conformed to famine. Or economic underdevelopment, which is what we call it today. We, nobody uses farming. We are not farmers. But economic underdevelopment. Don't let it conform your life. Hey, Nigeria has very high unemployment and there is a lot of poverty. Don't be conformed to that. Understand that regardless of the challenges in your world and around you, God's will has not changed. Can I hear a loud amen? And that will is increase. Don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be learning things, renewing your mind. That you may prove or experience or manifest or show forth what is the good and the acceptable and the perfect will of God. That's our prosperity. God's will is for us to prosper. Third John 2 tells us that. I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. I love the, the things John is saying there. Look, if a baby is healthy, the baby will grow. Hallelujah. If your finances, the way you run it, is healthy, we are talking about putting order in your finances on Sunday. You will increase financially. Prosperity goes hand in hand with health. If a church is healthy, the church will grow. If a business is healthy, it will increase. In fact, the evidence of no increase or manifestation of no increase, many times they sign that something is wrong. There's a, there's a challenge with this organization. It's a problem somewhere. And the earlier you, you put your finger on it, diagnose it very well, correct it, address it, the better for you. 
If everything was healthy, prosperity would be the order of the day. Whether it's health we are talking about, or finance we are talking about, or a marriage. If the marriage is healthy, there will be increase, there will be growth. Glory be to God. And we need to know what will make us healthy. Just as your soul prospers. So that's where we need to start. It always starts with spiritual illumination. Like God did when he wanted to recreate the world. Let there be light. Light in the soul. You want supernatural increase? Let your soul have supernatural increase. And that will help you to correct whatever you need to correct so that it can ultimately manifest on the outside. Psalm 35 verse 27. Let's establish again. Thank God we teach prosperity in this church. Not only teach it, we live it, we model it. So these things should not be new to anybody. Let them shout for joy and be glad. Can somebody lift their voice and shout this evening? Hallelujah. Should shout for joy and we should be glad. That's how we should be. Who favor my righteous cause and let them say continually. What are we to be saying continually? And let me say this to you as we begin to praise God tonight. Make this part of your praise and your confession tonight. Whatever the choir is singing, let them sing. This should be under your breath all through tonight. God showed me that as I was praying for the service. This is what you should be saying. You should be praising God with this. Let the Lord be magnified. Or let God be praised. Who takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Let God be praised. He takes pleasure in my prosperity. Does somebody here know that God takes pleasure in their prosperity? Before Lagos life or Buari economy um, conforms your mind to think, ah, God doesn't want me. No, God wants you to prosper. In fact, not just want you to prosper, it pleases God that Pastor T is prospering. Somebody should say that about himself. Takes pleasure in it. And we should use it to praise God. Let the Lord be magnified, means praise God. So, who is going to praise God for their prosperity in the month of September tonight? I mean, you want a reason to praise God? Praise God for your prosperity. <laughs> praise God. Praise God. It takes pleasure in my prosperity. Say that again. God takes pleasure in my prosperity. So let him be magnified. Notice he says you should say it continually. That means you can't say it only in church or when Pastor T preaches it to you. Why am I preaching it to you? For you to know it. So that by this time tomorrow, you can say it again. Because we are not going to have service tomorrow. Praise the Lord. When you are taking your bath, you say it. When you are riding to work, you say it. And it says you should be joyful. Shout for joy for it. And you should be glad about it. Hallelujah. Um, Genesis 1.28. This was the first thing God told man. Be fruitful and multiply. Again, we are just saying that this is God's will. That's how God created man. That's when God, remember what I I taught you about Genesis 1. In Genesis 1, nothing happened physically. All God was doing was internal light and design and hope and vision. When God was speaking the words that made man and God blessed them, the Bible said, 
the, the, what God was seeing in his mind was be fruitful, multiply, fill up, subdue, have dominion, increase. That's what God had in his mind. And that's what God still has in his mind for you. Can I hear a loud amen? That's where we got our theme, our pursuit theme for this month and next month from be fruitful and multiply. Somebody shout, I am fruitful. I can't hear you shout out loud. I am fruitful in every aspect of my life and I experience multiplication. In other words, supernatural increase. Don't even be satisfied with small increase. You thank God for it. Hallelujah. I mean, these two services now, we should not rest until everywhere is filled. Like I said, mostly on Sunday, till we have to start putting people, maybe quiet, no space. They will now be sitting on the stage. Because all these other spaces, we should get there. That we are now forced, we have to now go and buy another property or build another property because we have totally outgrown. Maybe we are not doing 10 services on a Sunday morning. <laughs> Glory be to God. Somebody shout supernatural increase. It's God's will from the beginning. And God has not changed his mind. So again, if we are not fruitful, we are not in the will of God. Please see it from that perspective. Maybe it will challenge you to pray more and to seek divine direction more. If you are not fruitful, and I'm very sure like me, you can look at areas of your life where you are not as fruitful as you know you ought to be. Am I right or am I right? It means in that area you are not in the will of God. Not in the perfect will, definitely. Or even acceptable. Not even good will, Papa. You know, it's different levels of God's will. And that means we need to go for what makes increase a reality. An experience. And those are the things we are going to be talking about. John 15, 16. Let me use another scripture. Jesus, Jesus speaking. And of course, in fact, Jesus was talking about um, spiritual fruitfulness, yeah. But it's the same principle. Whether it's spiritual fruitfulness we are talking or, or financial fruitfulness or, or marital fruitfulness or, or academic fruitfulness, so we are talking about increasing. If you take your son to school and he enters primary one and 10 years later he's still in primary one. Hey! <laughs> Curious case of Benjamin Button. Uh -huh. Benjamin Button. <laughs> we won't have to tell you that something is wrong with his academic health and that he needs to renew his soul. <laughs> but why do we not want to accept it for other areas of our life? Why would someone want to remain on the same level spiritually for five years? Don't move too much. The one I'm talking about you. Those are the things we want to attack. You know, Jesus said that an enemy has done this. An enemy has done this. When there's no increase, your attitude should be, this is not the will of God for my life. An enemy has done this. And you get him out. You did not choose me, Jesus said in John 15, 16, but I chose you. Can somebody just rejoice in the fact that they are chosen by Jesus? Amen. That's beautiful. I, I thought some time ago about this. That word is a very powerful word. There were like five or six other ladies in my view before I chose Pastor Ida as my wife. Choosing you means rejecting somebody else. 
I mean, I can't marry more than one wife now. <laughs> At least under this dispensation. <laughs> Choosing you, you mean you get somebody. That, that's the kind of thing he's talking about here. Not that he doesn't want them to be saved, but he chooses so that you can be the one through which they will be saved. And he says that here. I chose you and I appointed you that you should go and bear fruit. So God picked you out of your family, picked you out of your community, picked you out of your office, so that every other person in that community too can get born again. Man, you have a responsibility on your heart. On your heart. Chose you to bear fruit. And that your fruit should remain. This is what we are trying to do as a church. Oh, thank God we are saved. Thank God there are so many hundreds of us. Let's, let's bring more people in. Because he chose us so that we should bear fruit and that our fruit should remain. And watch what happens when we are doing that and as we align ourselves to doing that and whatever you ask the Father in my will, in my name, he will give it to you. Glory be to God. Isn't that beautiful? So I, I want us to think of Isaac as we start this series. This, this is a picture what Isaac explained in Genesis 26. And by God's grace, we'll probably go into this um, from next week. Genesis 26 from verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land, please, as we are praising God and worshipping him tonight and declaring, um, um, blessed be God who has pleasure in my prosperity. Think about this kind of testimony for yourself. Spiritually speaking, financially speaking, in your career, in areas where you want to see increase and growth, where you want to reverse the trend of the curious case of Benjamin Button, where things seem to be going down, you will not go down any longer in Jesus' name. Because God's plan is for you to increase. Shout again, increase is my portion. So I'm going up. I'm not going to be regressing. I'm going to be progressing. Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. Glory be to God. Somebody shout, God blesses me. Or God has blessed me. The man began to prosper. Verse 13. And continued prospering. Until he became very prosperous. Good will, acceptable will, perfect will. Very prosperous. That's the perfect will of God for us. Can I hear a loud amen? For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great number of servants. And this is another good sign to know whether you are there. So the Philistines envied him. When people that don't know our God that don't believe in our God, that don't serve our God, that don't fear our God, when they begin to acknowledge what God has done in our lives, then we are really prospering the way God has ordained for us to prosper. The Philistines envied him. Praise God. Remember Galatians 4.28 tells us something powerful, that like Isaac, we too are children of promise. Now, he was talking about the way Isaac was born, in that text, that God gave, Abraham was able to conceive Isaac because God gave him a promise. But I, I, I love that. Even this story, when we study it, and I, I'm not sure which direction God will take us next week, but when we look at it, 
we'll see that one of the reasons God told Isaac in that Genesis 26 that eventually led to that supernatural increase he had was because of the covenant God made with his father Abraham. The promise God gave his father Abraham. And that's us. We too, we have a promise. We are children of promise who are born supernaturally by the word of God. The incorruptible seed of God's word, like Isaac. It wasn't the natural order that gave birth to Isaac. It's not the natural order that gave birth to us as Christians. We are not Christians because of the works we did. We are Christians because of what Jesus did. We are children of promise. And we also have a supernatural promise from God. And that's why he was able to have that kind of result. That unbelievers now started envying him and his God. Praise God. So let me quickly give us two secrets for tonight just to get us going. Because what we said is we need to now learn prosperity secrets for fruitfulness and multiplication. What makes this thing a reality? And there are so many things. We've already said the first thing we should do. And I want to plug this in to these two services establishments. That's a big part why I believe God has given us this prophetic word. And I really want to encourage everyone in church to take advantage of what God is saying and what God is doing. You want to see supernatural increase? And thank God as a ministry we can talk about supernatural increase? Not just spiritually speaking, not just ministry speaking, even financially speaking. There are many of us in this church and this ministry that can now talk about how God has increased us financially from zero. Okay, I want me not have happened in one year like Isaac. But when I look back to where I was financially when I joined this church, and where I am today, it's only supernatural increase. And you can look at areas of your life, starting with your physical body. God has worked to increase in your life. Thank God you are not curious case of Benjamin Button. And that you have grown. And you will continue to grow in Jesus' name. And if God can do it with your physical body, he can do it in your finances, he can do it in your marriage, he can do it every area of your life. First thing to do is for us to serve God. And I won't dwell too long on that. I think I'm going to talk about that quite some on Sunday. We're having a king service on Sunday. Seek first. This is what we want to do. This word that God has given us, let's apply it where church is concerned. Let's seek the increase of God's church first. Matthew 6.33 And all these things will be added unto us. That is wisdom. Matthew 6.33 We talked about that. 1 Samuel 12.24 I want to quote this scripture again. These are the two scriptures God gave us as we started these two services launch. We are now in the final half or the second half. Just about three or so more Sundays left. None of us will miss out on what God has in store for us in Jesus' name. Only fear the Lord, Samuel told Saul, and serve him in truth with all your heart. For consider what great things God has done for you. Is there anybody here, without anyone cajoling you, you can 
confidently and sincerely say, with your hands lifted up, that God has done great things for you. You are sure. You are not trying to impress anybody. You know. Then your response should be to serve him. That's what he's telling him there. And as you do that, you will see God continually increase you. And if you stop doing that, like Saul did, Saul forgot this advice. May you not forget the secrets that will make you and take you to your next levels in Jesus' name. So we don't talk about his story like we should these days. Serving God will bring increase, supernatural increase into your life. Ask David, the person that God used to replace Saul. Number two, and this way I'm going to hang it up tonight. Please say, Chopi, start getting ready. Psalm 67 from verse 1. Let, let's read the entire psalm. Psalm 67. This is what we are here to do tonight. Major, major, major key for supernatural increase. Psalm 67. God be merciful to us and bless us. Hallelujah. And cause his face to shine upon us. Selah. One of us favor. That your way may be known on the earth. On earth. Your salvation among all nations. Let the people praise you, O God. Let a few of the people praise you. Ask your neighbor, are you included in all? Please, O. It's not complicated. That's what we are here to do tonight. Oh. Hallelujah. So if you need to tune your feelings, tune your heart, tune your mind, whatever you need to tune. Somebody shout, let the people praise you. Let all the people praise you. That's the plan. Glory be to God. That is the strategy. Verse 4. Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you shall judge the people righteously and govern the nations on earth. Selah. That's five. Let the people praise you, O God. Let all the people praise you. In case you did not hear it the first time. Then, hallelujah. Then, the earth shall yield her increase. God, our own God, shall bless us. Hallelujah. When we praise him, we see increase. God shall bless us and the Philistines shall fear him. Like Isaac. All the ends of the earth shall fear him. The people that don't know him will fear him. So praise is a major secret. Praise and worship. Listen to this very carefully. The only ghost will tell you tonight. You cannot go down if you're a true worshiper. You know, we're talking about increase going up. You cannot. See, when Jesus said, God is seeking for true worshippers, you cannot stop increasing. Stop being fruitful. Stop multiplying. Stop going forward if you're a true worshiper. Show me someone that is not increasing and prospering I will show you someone that is not really worshipping God like he ought to be worshipping God. You cannot go down. See, Habakkuk realized that. Praise God. 
Rise on your feet. Let's close with that. Habakkuk realized that. Habakkuk 3.17. H.O.P. please. Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruits be on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no heart. In other words, I'm not seeing increase. I'm not seeing fruitfulness. I'm not seeing multiplication. I'm not seeing progress. Things are not working the way I want it to be. At that point, you have two choices. Get angry with God, leave church, refuse to praise God, complain, groan, or murmur. Or you can be a true worshiper. You see, anybody can worship God after Dangote just gave you your first one billion naira contract. Even Satan will rejoice and come and give tight. Satan. <laughs> You will have given it tight for them. Ah, wait, I'm not supposed to be giving tight. You will have given it tight first. Who is the true worshiper? This dude here. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, they've been preaching that increase. I've not seen it. What should I do? Yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. Let them shout for joy. The psalmist said, and be glad. I will rejoice in it. I will joy in the God of my salvation. And as soon as long as I can maintain that, what will happen? The Lord will, the Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like hind feet. Watch it, watch it, watch it. And he will make me to do what? To walk upon my high hills. That's increase. That's promotion. That's elevation. That's new levels. That's next levels. And that's God's plan for your life. Can you see that this evening? And do you believe that? Do you want it? Do you trust God that that will be your portion from September to December? Are you convinced that God is able to do these things? Come on, lift your hands, open your mouth, just begin to magnify God where you are. If you came here to worship Him tonight, this evening of worship... That's all. You just came to rend your heart, pour out your heart, and just worship the King of Kings from the depth of your heart. If that is your plan, if that is your goal, you don't even need HOP, quite honestly. You just lift your hands and take that posture that Habakkuk took. I may not be where I am. January to August may not have really favored me like I wanted. I may not have seen any fruits. In my marriage or fruit, in my business or fruit, in my family, things may have happened the way I didn't want it to happen. Yet, I am going to praise God because I know when I praise Him, the earth will yield its increase. I know things will turn around in my favor when I praise Him. Come on, open your mouth, lift your hands, give Him praise, give Him praise, give Him praise. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640.